Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to the first episode of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast. I'm your host, the Corey C, and I'm joined today by a distinguished group of cohorts. But first things first, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. If you're an Apple user, rate and review each episode. And everyone, be sure to follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. So joining me today, we have Mr. Charles Bishop. What's up, Charles? How you doing, Corey? Great to be here with you, buddy. All right. Glad to have you. Charles is the, the OG veteran of the group. <laughs> this is what he does. So we'll be leaning on him throughout the season. And uh, when I first talked to him about joining the show, he said, this is what I do. I do it in my sleep. So he's already in mid-season form. So excited to have you, Charles. Yeah, looking forward to it. I'm, I would get really excited talking Jackson State Athletics. So this is going to be fun. Really looking forward to it. Absolutely. Uh, also, we got Vic. Vic, you there? Yes, sir. I'm right here. Glad uh, to be Mr. Mr. Optimistic. <laughs> All right. The most optimistic JSU fan you will ever meet. I think he <laughs> thinks – he says we're going to go undefeated every year and win the championship. <laughs> it's always possible. It's always possible. You got all – Somebody has to believe, and if that person got to be me, it's going to be me. Well, keep believing, because I stopped believing in your predictions, because I was disappointed at the end of the year. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got Mr. Jay Boone. What up, Jay Boone? What's going on, guys? All right. What's going on? We call Boone the FBI. (laughs) That's the the name that we have for him. So should we reveal what the FBI is all about on the podcast? Then we can wait on that for right. You know what? There's there's Adam Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's Jay Boom. All right. All right. We'll hold off for now, but I'm sure it'll reveal itself at some point. All right. And last but certainly not least, we got Mike B. What up, Mike? Corey C, what's going on? GSU fan, what's happening? Also known as LS Syndicate. Now we couldn't reveal what FBI meant, but what about LS? Can you let us in on that? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Lynch Street. All day, every day. Lynch, Lynch Street. <laughs> All right, so if you listen to the podcast, you should know what Lynch Street is or, or where it is. If not, you're probably on the wrong Tiger Talk. It's probably another one out there that you should have should should have joined. No, they can stick around. They, they can hang out with us. Hang out with some real Tiger. Right, hang out yeah. with us. Well, while you're hanging out, make sure you rate and review the show, and then you can go back to the other Tiger Talk. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, so right off the bat, guys. Happy, happy New, New Year. Happy New Year. Year. Right back at you. All right, awesome. So how about those New Year's resolutions? Let's see them. Or, or better yet, let's just tell me if you're actually still sticking to them. We're about two weeks yeah. in to the year. Are we still sticking to them? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. That's, that's a tough one. Already? We couldn't last two weeks? Well, I'm optimistic. So 
there's still, there's still a lot of time <laughs> in this go. year. Yeah. Optimistic about JSU sports and about life. That's right. I, like, That's I love right. that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mike? I know I know you still with uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> that sound too, that sound yeah. too promising. Oh well see the thing is, you know, I I I start my re- my New Year's resolutions like uh, like in mid December of the year before, so that I can have a full head of steam going into um into the new year, to the new decade, uh, to make sure I have, you know, have a, a habit forming mentality when January first rolls around. So uh, we'll see. That's so far, cheap. so good. I, I, no, it's not. Well, no. I like it. It's not cheap. I like that in theory, <laughs> but the downside is that you know, if you start in the, a month early, you could already be done before the year even starts. Yeah. You could already be off the wagon. thing you get a do over January 1st. That's a life hack. It's like for a you. test run. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Awesome. So, how about Jackson State University Athletics New Year's resolution? What are some things that y'all would like to see done differently or better or, you know, just improve, improved upon in 2020? What are your Jackson State? New Year's resolution. Well, I, I think I, I got a couple of them here. I mean, the first one, the okay. obvious one for me is I, I need for my athletic teams to bring some rings back to Lynch Street. That's that's for number sure. one. I, I don't, sure. I don't, that's, that's I don't care one. if it's Amen. football, basketball, tiddlywink. Bring, bring, bring that swag championship <laughs> back home. Batman, uh, yeah, that's right. But, but on a serious note, I, I would hope that our athletic administration really takes a look uh, seriously. It, it kind of a uh, honoring uh, a little bit of our past, a little more, especially uh, somebody like James Big Daddy Carson. Uh, Big Daddy, of course, the the only player in Jackson State history to win uh, HBCU national championship as a player, and then later as a coach in 1996. Uh, we're talking about a, a guy who was an architect of some of the most ferocious defenses that uh, we grew up watching in the 80s. Of course, head coach in the 90s, 154 games. For our tigers, so you know, uh, I would love for us to to, to kind of honor uh, not just uh, his memory, but uh, you know, kind of bring some of those '90s guys back around, and and you know, let's try to bridge that that past with what's currently there. Now. You, you start, you want that swagger back. You want to get that swagger back in the athletic uh, program. I agree, and and also just keeping that you know that tradition alive because obviously when you talk Jackson State sports, it's all about tradition. So with the, the current generation, new generation, we want to make sure that that's not lost. So a name like a, a you know James Big Daddy Carson, that's a name that you know should just live on, and, and the freshmen at school should should know who that is and know all about him. So so I agree, I agree with that one. Right, yeah. and I'll get to yeah, yeah, I'll get to a little bit more of my resolution, but but just writing on what Charles is saying. I spoke to a football player at homecoming. Uh, he played uh, mm-hmm. in the late 80s, early 90s. And his coming to me was at homecoming. It was about everybody except the football team. And I took that wow. statement yeah. to sort of I never, never thought about yeah, it. I took that, that statement to sort of say, you know, these guys are really who everybody come to see every year. And when they win championships mm-hmm. and they do things, we don't honor them like we should repeatedly, at, you know, uh, you know, after they won these championships. Like I know we won championship, I believe, in 1989. We just finished. Uh, 2019. So we didn't honor those guys for the anniversary of that championship. I think the times like that, we need to be uh, up on our game on those kind of things. And, and, you know, guys, when and where did we drop the ball? Uh, sorry about that, Charles. Real quick, when and where did, did we drop the ball? Do you think, you know, because we, we won for so long, do you think we just kind of started taking that for granted? Because, you know, if you look at some other programs just, you know, across the country, not just in the SWAC at all levels, they're not used to winning. So when they win, they, they cherish it. So with us, did it just be, become to where, okay, we won again, you know, on to the next one and we don't really reflect like we That's should. What I, think. 
I think that's a natural thing that that kind of happens when you when you kind of have had uh, a, a tremendous amount of success. Uh, you tend to take it for granted that it'll happen year in year out. And now we've mm-hmm. we've kind of seen a right. cycle where they, it hasn't happened uh, year in year out. So uh, you want to kind of reinject that enthusiasm with that, mm-hmm. uh, not just football but athletics in general. So and I mean, guys, we come from a tremendous uh, lineage. You're talking Jackson State football, Bob Hill. W.C. Gordon, mm-hmm. uh, Big Daddy, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, up, up through now, Rick Comedy. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's a tremendous lineage, and you just hope to, to try, through this podcast especially, to try to bridge uh, some of the old with the new so that everybody has an appreciation of what a tremendous uh, a- athletic history that we come from. Right. That's true. That's true. And, uh, and, that, and that goes into, uh, I guess I can take that as a lead into my resolution, which I know a lot of Jackson State fans may not be happy to hear this. Here we go. I, feel like, <laughs> I just got to be honest, honest and optimistic. To me, I just feel like we need to sometimes show our pride. That's, that's, that's a little bit more. I know that we have a, a very prideful fan base, that we love our Tigers, but I think that we're too up and down. I think that we need to always more consistently show our support. And, I mean, I want to see things like, you know, we go to Grambling. I want to see us take over that place. You know, I want to mm-hmm. see things like that. You know, I don't. I don't want us to only be behind the Tigers when we are uh, nine and one. I want to see us behind mm-hmm. them all the time. You know, and and for and, and for basketball games, I think that you know we packed the stadium for football, but basketball deserves it, and especially right now. Our girls deserve it. So I absolutely think that mm-hmm. would be really hey. nice to see to those people come out and support our Tigers. Just just so their pride. If if you live. Within driving distance, and I know everybody has busy schedules, but if you can make it out, just come out and support the Tigers any chance you get. I agree, and I know when Coach Brent took over, he had a real big push, a real big movement going to you know fill, uh, you know fill up that arena. And for a while, it seemed like we had a lot of momentum, but I don't know if it's kind of trending downward. Yeah. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, I think uh, you know when there's a JPS <laughs> rivalry game that can fill up our basketball <laughs> stadium. You know, yeah. but we can't. I, I have you know problem with that. So I think kind of starts with the students. They're right there on campus, and you know we want to get the students over there and kind of go from there. Yeah. Well, you got to remember the big selling point with Brent was that he had the connection with a lot of the um, the JPS talent, and um, I don't know if it's you know the fact that the J, JPS talent has has dried up. I don't know if that's you know um, safe to say, but uh, but for whatever reason, we're just not as bringing in as as much local talent as we anticipated. And uh, that's what the big selling point with Brent was. So, but but nonetheless, whether the player is from, you know, Jackson or Chicago or California, we we got to get out there and support. Yeah, I mean, I think that's very important. I mean, you take a look at, especially I guess a time when when I was there at Jackson State, we we're talking about Lindsey Hunter, Ryan Lothridge, Chuck Whitfield, mm-hmm. all those guys. And I don't know, the student body was really really into basketball games party afterwards, you know, it was, it was a fun, fun time. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just love to kind of get that uh, injection of enthusiasm again uh, uh, within the basketball program. Yeah. yeah I'm kind of, I'm, I'm sort of falling along that line with Charles, you know, sometimes we fall into uh, tradition. So, you know, a long time ago, I met Charles, I think either my first day of at least first week at Jackson state. So we know a lot of these same things, but when we were in school, we always had night football games. And mm-hmm. even when it come to basketball, those games, especially our rivalry games like Alcorn and Valley, those Saturday night games, they, oh my those God. games were packed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but, but mm-hmm. the thing is, is that we came there dressed to go to mm-hmm. the game, 
and go for it. <laughs> so I don't know if sometimes it's <laughs> early and that's right, right out of there. So what's going on? But we came ready to do 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 everything. Uh-huh. Our right. night was going to get started at that game, and then we we're going to go. keep on going. You it know, was, so I don't know. Part of that routine. Back into that again. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, what you thinking, Mike? What 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 do you have for your resolution? Ah, uh, my New Year's resolution is 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 simple and complex. It's just really for mm-hmm. for for the administration from leadership from top to bottom to just be more intentional and strategic in what we do. And by that, I mean, you know, establishing a culture, you know, we Mm -hmm. have to come into our own and get an identity of who we are as a program and who we are, you know, as just as in athletics as a whole. Uh, Mm -hmm. For instance, we saw what happened when, um, when, when Hughes, Hughes was here. Uh, Tony Hughes. Yeah. He, you know, had Coach Germany as offensive coordinator. Germany leaves. We, you know, we, we let him go, however you want to put it. And, you know, we kind of didn't know which way to go. So, you know, Coach Hughes reaches out to have Mommy, you know, for a recommendation, uh, you know, who I should bring in to run my <laughs> offense. You're, you're, uh-huh. you're, 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 you're in the battle coach on the hot seat, and you have no idea who you want to bring in to run your offense. So, have Mommy, you know, Obviously, rec- recommends himself like you know any <laughs> human would, and and that even that didn't work out well. So it, right. it's like we just have to we just have to establish some kind of guidelines and identity as to as to who we are. Now, did Coach Hughes fit that culture? Obviously not, but we have to establish that culture starting with the president to the AD. It then goes down to the coaches, and then down to the players and what they do on the field and on the court. And and from there it goes to the fans. And then to me, you know, that's that's how you bring back that, that tiger pride. That's how you restore the roar by by doing that. So uh I think we just have to be more intentional and just and just ha- be more, you know, mission minded in what we want to do as a as a program. Well put. On that note, fellas, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Dr. Linda Johnson, Mississippi's first black female optometrist and former president of the National Optometric Association. Dr. Johnson helped shape policies regarding vision care for the entire nation and like Jackson State University, the number two producer of African-Americans with bachelor's degrees in biological and biomedical sciences. Dr. Johnson strives for excellence. Choose Jackson State. I did. Choose Jackson State. I did. All right, welcome back to Tiger Talk for the 1400 Club. And we have some exciting news regarding baseball. Charles, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, when we take a look at it with baseball, they announced that their uh, 2020 schedule and season tickets are on sale. Jackson State officially announced 2020 baseball schedule. Tiger fans can purchase baseball tickets for $40 online at Ticketmaster or call JSU Ticket Office at 601-979-2420. Jackson State will have a 50 games scheduled, including 23 conference games, 27 non-conference games. Guys, listen up to these uh, notable non-conference games. Uh, February 19th, they'll be at Troy. Florida A&M, uh, February 22nd and March 6th through the 8th for a nice series. North Carolina A&T Aggies. What a time it is to be North Carolina A&T. Uh, they uh, we'll have a game against the Aggies February 22nd. Lemoyne Owens, uh, Louisiana Monroe, March 3rd, April 29th. Uh, they go to South Carolina Upstate March 10th and 11th. Uh, the Stillman Tigers, they come in March 17th, uh, have a series against the New Orleans Privateers March 25th, April 2nd. 
Earl Sanders and his Tougaloo Bulldogs, April 8th. And then you finish up the regular season at Kansas State in Manhattan, Kansas, May 5th and 6th as they wrap up the regular season. So we'll see what those uh, baseball Tigers can do this upcoming season. Coach Omar Johnson, can we get over the hump? Can we get it done? <laughs> no, I actually tried to buy season tickets the other day, and I live in Philadelphia. They were forty dollars, okay. but when I pressed buy, they tried to charge me five hundred. So maybe it was the first day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Tiger Pride, he, he's been optimistic. He's optimistic. Uh, most Tiger fans yeah. would have thought that yeah. it was a glitch. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. So, you know, we talked about supporting, you know, the football team as well as the basketball team, but baseball as well. Let's let's support that baseball team. So looking forward to a big season. And we also have some exciting news regarding one of our basketball players, Mike B. Take it away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Really good news here. So JSU men's basketball player, Roland Griffin, named SWAT Player of the Week. That's Player of the Week, not Newcomer of the Week. None of that. (laughs) He's the SWAT Player of the Week. Um, after a weekend where he just went on a tear, total of 39 points, 22 rebounds, seven assists, a block and a steal, uh, mm-hmm. including uh, 27 points, 12 rebounds, and six assists against Alcorn. So fill up the stat sheet there. But anyway, he was on a tear, swag player of the week. Um, and Roland is a 6'6", 215-pound senior. Man, I wish we had him from another, for another year. But um, yeah, exactly. but but yeah, congrats to him. Hope he keeps up the good work. Definitely, congrats. Yeah. All right, looking forward to see how we can finish the season with you know rolling and steadily improving every game. Mm-hmm. All right, so back to those New Year's resolutions. I have one that I want to talk about. For me, okay. it's consistency and stability. And I'm talking about the football program. Mm. Consistency and stability from the top, from the coaching staff on down to something as simple as the system that we run. Because if you when you have guys who have been in have had three defensive coordinators in the four or five years that they've been there or, or four head coaches in the five years that they've been there, you know, including an interim head coach, you know, it's hard to establish that consistency. So we want to get to a point where we can, we have a system that's in place. It's been there for four or five years. And the freshmen, when they come in their red shirt year, by the time they get to senior senior year, they've been in that system every year. And we can just bring in players. If we have a player who has to miss a game or gets injured or graduates, we can just bring the next guy up and he won't skip a beat because he's been in that same system. I think, you know, any successful program, that's the foundation, having that solid system in place. And I think that's what we've been lacking. You know, I, I think one of the things that, uh, and and I've heard Coach Sam Washington, North Carolina NT, he said, he kind of made the comment at the celebration bowl. All we do is make chicken. And it's a very simplistic statement. <laughs> you know, that culture, you want to establish whatever system that you're going to do. So when guys, you know, uh, hit campus, they they, they, they know what time is. So we, we've got to get back to just Jackson State football. That's making chicken, baby. And somebody mm-hmm. got to make some chicken. chicken yeah. Put some hot sauce on it, yeah. That's right. All right. And it goes on to my new New Year's resolution also, Corey. Okay. Uh basically get back to the basics. Back to the basics. Get us four down linemen and put those three linebackers back there and let's stop somebody. And also let's get back on the offense side of the ball. Let's ground and pound. Mm-hmm. We got we got some running backs back there that, that that really can get it done and and I would really love to see them come out of come out with a three thousand yard uh season next mm-hmm. year. Agreed. Also also, it's a hint on to the FBI. 
<laughs> and social media and creative did a uh, design game. What's that now? Reading? Uh, you said the recruiting. When the recruiting social media, okay. so, social media, and uh, creative design. That's, that's a good game. point. Great. Yeah. In yeah. twenty twenty, uh, yeah. Yeah, we we need to win that because we need to learn how to uh, build those relationships mm-hmm. with those uh, player recruiters because you know when they come in, they look for flashes right. and, and, and mm-hmm. those type of things. And so when we can't provide that for them, they look other places like a Central Arkansas, right, or uh, or South Alabama, mm-hmm. schools like that. You know, when we can offer that to them, I see. But I agree. But you know what, boy? Some great. We come a long way. <laughs> We really have, yeah. It's a small yeah. Yeah. Tremendous way. Yeah. Yeah, it's a small win, yeah. But but yeah, we definitely gotta do better there. And so I, I, I I'm definitely want, I'm definitely on board with seeing more of that ground game, you know. Mm-hmm. I, especially, you know, to be honest, we have some positions open right now. I don't know what they plan on doing with it, but I would love to see them bring in some some triple option experts. Y'all know me and that. <laughs> I want to be able to see these guys go out there and really run that because we have very talented running backs. We have a quarterback that's mobile. I mean, I, I want to yeah. see that. Uh, you, you, you're that not going to give up on this triple option, are you? I know. That old Paul Johnson had to come in. That may be one of those New Year's resolutions that gets abandoned after, abandoned after two weeks. <laughs> you guys make a really great point because when you think about the kind of the DNA of, of Jackson State mm-hmm. football, I mean, you're talking about guys like Larry Cowan, Carl Blue, Jeff mm-hmm. Moore, Perry Harrington, yes, Louis Tennant, mm-hmm. you know, that guy that mm-hmm. dotted the eye in the backfield. And, and of course, you know, things are, are a little more read options, uh, but, you know, just to have that you know, that 20, 25 carry back in the backfield that you knew was going to get you those Mohamp three yards in a cloud of mm-hmm. dust type type, mm-hmm. type players, those Carlos Knight type right. guys. I mean, you, gosh, right, man, I look, I look forward to getting back to Jackson State brand football. I can hear it in your voice, man. You're excited. Yeah. Oh, man. man. Oh, man. Yeah. Jump through the speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. get the season you know, out. I don't know what it is, but it's just something about, you know, us getting out there on that field in that eye formation. And just mm-hmm. you know, looking at the defense, and they know we're going right through this gap. We're gonna get this first <laughs> down. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get in this end zone, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. Let's get back to that. Yeah, that that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff. Well, we have it's just January, y'all. Let, let's settle down. I know, I know. I know. No, I'm basketball. We got football. We got spring <laughs> spring. Practice coming yeah, up, spring but, track, spring you know we got we got a while, so we'll we'll talk a lot about football throughout the year. So we do have some <laughs> other New Year's resolutions that were submitted by some of our listeners. So let's discuss a couple of these. So first we have Deshaun. He said that he wants to stop all third and ten plus. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> third yeah. law, man. That's yeah. I'll take that a step yeah, further. Yeah. I'll take that a step further. Stop all third and 23. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Mike, Mike, what is it with the third and long conundrum? I mean, we just can't, and it's not just, you know, I'm not putting this on the current regime. Mm-hmm. It goes back several regimes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Again, that all goes back to culture. It's just, you know, sometimes, um, you know, you watch guys on the field and, and you can just almost see in their eyes like, okay, who, who's going to give up this big play? What, where, where's the breakdown going to come from that's mm-hmm. going to lead to us giving up, you know, this, this third and long or, or this fourth and long? And, you know, is it going to go over the top or is it going to be a short path? He's going to break five tackles and right into the end zone. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going to happen? So 
I, I think it just all goes back to that culture and, and establishing mm-hmm. that identity, you know, and, and of course, play calling helps, but, uh, right. <laughs> but you know, but, I, I can't put a finger on it. I'm all out of football ideas. On, I understand. I'm all out of football ideas. Yeah. So, I, I think, I think that we're going to just need, uh, well, we, we just didn't have good pass rushers, but I see this all over football right now. And, and what that is, it's just poor tackling. I mm-hmm. don't know if the guys who are playing right now, these are the ones that had time out growing up or what, but <laughs> there's something wrong with the fact that I don't care what level of football you're watching, they just think like they just can't tap. Man. I mean, they the, the play is there a lot of the time, but they just they just they just don't make the play. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. So let us keep our fingers crossed, man. Let's pray on that. One. Yeah. I was about to say yeah. I might yeah. might have to send the one up to the uh, to the good man up there on that. There you yeah. go. Yeah. All right, so we have another one coming in from Jay. He says his New Year's resolution is that we beat Texas Southern in the baseball tournament. They have become our personal nemesis. <laughs> so, Charles, I know you have some, some strong feelings on that, one, especially being over there in Texas Southern country over there in Houston. I know you have to hear about it and read it in the paper. Yeah. I, uh, so how do you feel about I that? i tell you what, I, I think he, he put his thumb on a, on a sore spot there. It's just – uh, over the past couple of seasons, they, the Texas Southern has really kind of had a number, especially in the SWAC tournament for whatever reason. Uh, uh, Michael Robinson has a, a, a really uh, dynamic program uh, that he's taken Texas Southern to the next level. But mm-hmm. I want us to get back. I, I, I think Coach, Coach Omar Johnson is one of the, the better baseball coaches, uh, not just in HBCU uh, uh uh, athletics, but in the country, and 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 uh, we'll we'll talk with a, a couple of guests uh, later on down the line who who mm-hmm. back up that notion. That, I mean, he is a hard nosed coach, and and you know you like I said, one of my resolutions, man. We got to get back to getting those rings, and 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 Texas right. Southern has been in our way uh, on the baseball down, mm-hmm. and I want that baseball success again because when you take a look at the success of Coach Bob Brady and everything that he did with the baseball program. And and, and, and and Coach Omar, he he has a SWAC championship ring as well. So you just want to get back mm-hmm. to it in the worst way possible. And some tight way, we got to get over that Texas Southern conundrum, yeah. uh, as you well, put it, in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to step in for Vic right here and say this is the year. I'm optimistic. This, this, this is the year that, that we get over the hump. I, I believe in Coach Omar. All well, right. guys, y'all know we go a long way back. And you know, <laughs> Omar, they go to Omar. You know, I don't. We want to stay positive, right? Yeah, but you, you're you know, the positive. I, one. I feel, I feel, I feel like this. You know, um, I, I, I once had a friend to tell me that Omar was the best coach on campus. I disagreed mm-hmm. at that point in time, but of course, you know, I, you know, I hate being wrong with something like that. You know, I, well, I want all of our coaches to do well. So, you know, um, when, uh, so for. For me, when I look at someone like Omar who has has had success, then you have to wonder what the problem is right now, you know. And I and I think that it may go back to the foundation. I think there was a uh, a certain time in the last four or five years when pretty much the whole foundation in our athletic department just started to crumble. And I think that that could be a part of what Omar's problem is. So I'm going to give him an excuse right now that maybe there's just something within the program right now uh, with the foundation, with the with, with the with the scholarships, with the assistant coaches with something that we need to put back in place to help them be successful. Yeah, definitely. This is All year, right, dude. so we have – this is here. We have uh, Centel. He sent over a New Year's resolution. Uh, Brent finds a second scorer behind Tristan Jarrett. I'll take that one. You know, I think we found the guy. We just spoke yeah. about him, Swag oh, Player yeah. of the Week. 
rolling. You know, he's only, you know, he didn't play at the beginning of the season. I think he's up to about eight games or so, but averaging mm-hmm. about what, 16 or so points yeah. and led the team a couple times. So I, I think uh, Centel probably sent this one in before uh, Rolling kind of yeah, got be, hot. Be, before Rolling got rolling. Guy on them. Yeah. <laughs> before Rolling got rolling. I like that. I love that. <laughs> and uh, also we have one from Constance. Constance says, bring golf back. <laughs> you know, it's just like that. That's it. That's it. Bring golf, yep. man. What do you think, Vic? I know we've had a lot of yeah, success. You know, with yeah, golf, yeah, yeah. Well, number number one, with golf not being there, you're you're actually hurting the, hurting the program mm-hmm. as a whole, yeah, at next department as a whole, because there's something at the end of the year called the Commissioner's Cup. We don't stand a chance, and we're automatically mm-hmm. just not, you know, gaining gaining points. Right. And I want to win at everything, so you know, I think that we need to bring that back. On, on top of it, I think that you know that's still a recruiting tool. We have some great athletes out there uh, in the professional ranks who have come through that program. We have a, a legendary coach who built that program up. Uh, and we have uh, just just a, our, almost our proudest legacy behind football is, is in golf. You know, mm-hmm. so to see that program gone um, is uh, is actually just disheartening right now. I, I think that we really need, 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 need to get that back and get us back on top of the golf world. All right. So we appreciate those comments. And, you know, obviously from our, our listeners, if, if anyone would like to get their comments or questions read on air, a couple ways you can do it. You can obviously go to our Facebook page, Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club and leave those questions and comments. And we'll do our very best to, to read as many as we can on air. But if you're an Apple user, go to the podcast, rate and review the show. And in the comments, leave your comment. If you do that, we guarantee you that we'll read it on air so apple users you do have an advantage rate review leave that comment there and we'll get it on but otherwise definitely go to that facebook page and we'll do our very best now we have a little bit of a of uh some sad news regarding a legend charles uh, can you break that news yeah um uh, the the great roscoe nance who uh uh just a for lack of better words a a griot for uh hbcu sports uh he passed away uh recently and uh, for me personally, uh, Roscoe Nance was an individual. He was uh, Jackson State's beat writer. He also uh, wrote for the SWAC uh, in terms of uh, for uh, Mississippi Valley and Alcorn as well. But, you know, I came to uh, just wake up and try to beat my dad to the newspaper to, to read Roscoe Nance's articles in the Clarion Ledger. Uh, you're talking about one of the first black uh, sports writers at Clarion Ledger and really uh, a guy who really chronicled HBCU uh, af- uh, athletics at its best. And uh, it's a tremendous blow uh, because he's taken uh, a lot of history uh, with him in his past. And uh, mm-hmm. you're talking about an uh, individual who wrote on uh, a number of, of Jackson State swag titles, uh, 1984, you know, Mississippi Valley versus Alcorn. Uh, from 19... Huge game. Yeah, huge game. Huge 778 game. to 86. You know, he mm-hmm. chronicled uh, uh, HBCU sports in Mississippi. Right. And it's a tremendous loss. And, you know, I, I, I met him uh, at Swag Media Day. Uh, and I just had to pull him aside and tell him, you know, that basically I kind of got into this uh, medium, if you will, because of him. Uh, reading his articles on, you know, those great Jackson State teams. Uh, reading about, I mean, guys like you know, Thomas Strader, uh, Larry Cowan, uh, Jeff Moore, Perry Harrington. As, and that was my first memories of just reading the newspaper was, was reading Roscoe Nance's column. So uh, definitely going to be missed. And uh, the history, that uh, you're definitely going to miss that as well. 
Okay, perfect. So if uh, it was well stated, you're going to be missed. Definitely a legend uh, for the younger generation. If you're not familiar with Roscoe Nance, I would definitely you know, advise you to look him up, Google him, and, and learn all about him, especially going into uh, Black History Month here shortly. I think he's a person who Absolutely. should be celebrated, and especially uh, on the on the Jack State University side. So, uh, Roscoe Nance, again, you will be missed, and let's have a moment of silence for the late, great Roscoe Nance. Academically, spiritually, financially, I was already mature, but they taught me how to be mature in a professional manner. The quality education that I received at Jackson State University really set the foundation to pursue God's PhD. Again, on my first visit, I love the atmosphere. The culture has so much energy. There's always something going on. Jackson State, to me, it's just a home away from home. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. We have some more exciting news regarding a, another legend. Victor, can you give us that news? So, yeah, I'm very honored right now to be able to talk about one of our greatest players of all time. Uh, so recently ESPN released their uh, top 100 football players of all time, collegiate football players of all time. And uh, I'm happy to announce that Walter Payton came in at number six. Uh, we all know, know that he had a great NFL career, breaking all types of records. Uh, but uh, he also did some great things at Jackson State to get him there. Um, I mean, he is probably the player that we have leaned on the most to, as, as the backbone of our program. And we've come to recruiting and, and getting around and getting the name of Jackson State out. And uh, in terms of being uh, a black college football player, it, it, speaks, uh, it speaks volumes to have someone of that caliber to come from Jackson State. So we're proud to announce that he came in at number 16 of the all-time greatest football players to come from, from the college ranks. All right, good stuff. And without starting too much of a debate, how do y'all feel? 16, is that about right? I need to see the other 15 low? guys. Well, see, yeah. <laughs> you got 15 guys yeah. better than Walter Payne. Yo. I mean, okay. I mean, I don't Payton. know. I mean, like, you know, like, okay, Maybe, I, I, I can see Steve <laughs> there. I can see Bo Jackson, maybe. I mean, I, I just can't see. Jerry I can't Rice, see 15 yeah. guys. Jerry Rice, yeah. 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 But he, he, so, he, he, he not be ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into that list. Let's get into that list maybe on, on the future yeah. episode because I haven't seen the entire list. But when I saw yeah. 16, I, you know, okay. I was kind of along the lines of you. But again, uh, you know, Walter Payton kind of synonymous with Jackson State. I know it, you know, wherever you go. And I'm over here in Florida, so when I wear my JSU gear, you know, mm -hmm. it's either, you know, something about just the football tradition or, or Walter Payton specifically yeah. or the, the great Sonic Boom. Right, Those are usually right, the, the right. three conversations started. Exactly. It's complete strength. Uh, uh, you talk like, about so, uh, a tremendous Walter brand Payton. ambassadors for the university. Like you said, uh, mm -hmm. the name Walter Payton. And I can't tell you how many times I've had on something that said Jackson State and, you know, a total stranger. Hey, that's, that's, that's Walter Payton school. Huh? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. There you go. Good stuff. All right, and we have, uh, you know, sticking with the theme of great news, we have some news surrounding regarding a current player. So yeah, I mean, Keontae Hampton, uh, he had a tremendous season this past year uh, for Jackson State on the football field. He was named Hero Sports sophomore All-American team, uh, and it's the third All-American honor for uh, Keontae he's received in his career. In his career. Uh, last year, he was named Hero Sports freshman All-American team, and last week, of course, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, prior he was voted 
uh, to the Box to Row first team All-American. So West Point, Mississippi, stand up. Uh, Keontae Hampton, your own. GTA. Uh, yep. Yes, indeed. He is a, also a Connolly, <laughs> Connolly Trophy finalist. Uh, and, and check out these stats, guys. 106 tackles. He had a league-high 69 solo tackles, four and a half sacks. Uh, Keontae averaged uh, almost nine tackles a game. So and he was a two-time Swag Defensive Player of the Week. So, I mean, he is a centerpiece to really build that defense around uh, and over the next couple of seasons. So really looking forward to even better things. And I, I can say it now, I think he'll be a, a draft pick for us. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, you know, definitely a great job. And the thing that stands out to me the most about Keontae is that he did it as a sophomore. So we have years to, uh, to come of him hopefully dominating the conference and I and I know did he lead the conference in, in overall did. tackles? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was all over okay. the field. Yeah, all over the field. And that was uh, without he missed he missed a half because he had <laughs> disciplinary uh, right right thing right, going yeah. on for yeah. for one and, half. And he, he was hurt so, most uh, of the year too. Yeah, he had a yeah yeah he did play hurt. Yeah. yeah, and he yeah didn't didn't really want to let on to it, but mm-hmm. hurt. So you know, hopefully you know have great health this year and have an even even better season. So definitely great job, Keontae. Looking forward to big things in upcoming season. Uh, but with that, we want to also reflect back on the previous season. So I know there was uh, probably some disappointment for most. I know we didn't, you know, meet the the expectations that we had set for ourselves as fans or, you know, even, you know, players and staff. Yeah. So I know there was a lot of excitement in the preseason, a mm-hmm, lot of talk. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, that first game with the being in Atlanta, I think I saw the hashtag going around. What was it? Uh, ATL start? ATL the fish. ATL start? Yeah. <laughs> ATL start, ATL well, yeah. Well, we, we definitely started in ATL, yeah. but uh, unless somebody went to the celebration yeah. bowl, we that, didn't. That, that, that was Charles. Did anybody go to the yeah. celebration bowl? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, whatever. I held up. So, you started in ATL and you finished in ATL. I held up to my yeah. Park. Yeah. There you go. You yeah. held up. So Charles. We just got to get the football team Charles, on board. Did, so. did you, did you at least wear a JSU shirt? When you were in Atlanta? Of course, of course. I, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I was okay. all over the hotel, you JSU, yeah. everything. So. <laughs> all right. So what, what are some thoughts on the season? And, and this could be a whole nother discussion, a whole nother show. So we'll, we'll keep it short. Let's keep it under five minutes. We want to you know, we want to reflect, but we don't want to dwell. So mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you guys think about the season? Well, you know what, guys? A four and an eight is four and eight. Uh, there's, there's no two ways about that. But to be honest with you, I, I, I saw a better – offensive team that I've seen in the past three, four seasons, uh, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. You know, I, I saw a team that could run the football, and I think once we saw uh, Jalen Jones kind of grow up a little bit uh, toward the latter part of the season, you know, we saw that he can has the potential to be uh, a heck of a playmaker. So um, it, it was disappointing, yes, but I, I see things kind of trending upward, uh, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, and on the flip side, what did you see, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> that 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 Mr. Optimist, yeah, that took a step back. <laughs> I, I give you the numbers on. Okay, that. What, what do you got? Uh, just from 2018, we gave up on defense 25 TDs. In 2019, we gave up 55 yeah. total TDs. That's yeah. a big drop off. <laughs> and and then on on offense, we only scored 15 TDs in 2018, and scored 40 in 2019. Wow. So yeah, most yeah, most of us were saying that all we needed was an offense and we could win this thing. And we can win this thing. So maybe one yeah. of these days we'll put it all together. Right, right. All right. So all right. So we we're gonna, you know, hope for the best coming up. But uh, you know, we, we have some guys coming back and obviously, you know, we have recruiting 
coming up or signing day coming mm-hmm. up shortly, which we'll have a couple shows on that. So, yeah. you know, we're looking forward to, to see what happens. So uh, with that, guys, let's talk about some upcoming shows. We have an exciting, exciting first season uh, to look forward yes, to for all you listeners out there. Just stick with us. We have, I mean, uh, just if you knew what was going on, what we were talking about behind the scenes, you'd be pretty excited. But just to kind of give you an idea, you know, as I just said, we have a signing day special, a pre-signing day special where we'll talk about recruiting needs and we'll do it after signing day as well, post-signing day special. Of course, men's basketball, women's basketball shows, spring practice updates will be there. So we'll have you covered on that. Spring game recap. Hopefully we get to play a game this this year. Uh, fundraising initiative. That that's a big one because you know with, with the with fundraising, I think that's something that's kind of lost. But we have to understand that you know that we have to do our part in, in giving back, and you know we do a, a lot of complaining and a little giving. So I think we need to reverse that. If we do a lot of giving, then by default we won't be doing much complaining. I think that'll kind of take care of itself. So I'm looking forward to you know what we can discuss and put together for as far as fundraising. Uh, also, we're going to talk, talk about baseball. We touched on that a little bit, but we're not going to neglect baseball. We're going to uh, have some – we have some great guests lined up for that. So if you're not a follower of baseball now, just stick with us, listen to the shows, and we'll get you on board because we have some knowledgeable guys that you're not going to believe. We're going to do some things talking about HBCU football attendance. We're going to do a special on that. I know we get excited when we see the numbers and you know, find out we're, we're leading in attendance and things of that nature. But we're going to bring some things to the table that are kind of shock you that you probably – don't know, don't realize what goes into that and, you know, attendance numbers and things of that nature. So stick with us on that. And just plenty of surprise special guests. You will be shocked. Mm-hmm. And the list goes on. So which are you guys looking most forward to? Which our show? Which topic? Uh, for me, I probably have to say the um, the, the, the signing day special. You know, National Signing Day, that's like Christmas. It's, that's like Christmas for mm-hmm. a grown man. You know, take us work. Yep. Yep. Don't go to work. You want to see what Santa got under the tree for you? You know, got a linebacker. Yeah. So, (laughs) transfer porter. Yes, sir. Yes. Pass rush. Need a pass rush. Portal. Hey, you just said the key word, porter. You know what? We won't. We won't get started. I think one of the shows that I'm really looking forward to is really talking about that women's basketball program in terms of excitement that the Reed has really injected into that program uh yeah. we've probably seen it probably since uh denise taylor days like in 2008 or so i think mm-hmm. it was last swag championship but really looking forward to kind of uh, uh diving off into that and looking at the swag races and i tell you what guys we, we, we got a team so you know it's gonna be fun talking about yeah yeah shout out to coach reed she, she's got those ladies playing on on the on the on the entirely different level and like cora was saying you know she's telling you know she's showing all these other coaches that it's, it's not rocket science you can Turn this thing around pretty quickly. <laughs> what do they say? They say it takes time to build yeah, a program. She's yeah. just proving that. Yeah. yeah well, there you go. Keyword recruiting, yeah. recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how she, and we, we'll get to it on, on the show, but I like how she, you know, when it comes to recruiting, she'll go out there and identify a, a, a player and say, that's the player I need for this role. Like she's definitely intentional about her. There we go. So intentional. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My word of the year. I like it. All right, perfect. So that'll do it for the inaugural episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. You guys are going to get tired of hearing me say it, but it's so important that you guys do that. Apple users, again, rate and review each episode and leave a comment or question while you're at it. And we'll be sure to read that on air. Everyone follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook. I can't stress the importance of this enough. 
We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletic department. And it all starts with you downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every tiger that you know. We're all over the place as far as where you can find us. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Breaker, all that. Overcast. All that. I haven't even oh. heard of some of these, <laughs> <laughs> these platforms, but we're on there. They wanted Tiger Talk to be on their on their platform, yeah. so we put no it on excuses. There. All right, so no excuses. <laughs> no, there you go, no excuses. And I will also be posting it on our Facebook page as well. So uh, you know, if you should have a Facebook page if you're listening to this. I would imagine if you listen to podcasts, if you know how to get to a podcast, you probably already have a Facebook page. If not, go sign up and follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. We look forward to your support. We look forward to a great season of podcasting. And on that note, go Tigers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.